Welcome to the Hustlers Huddle. This is this is a networking podcast about, about you. you. Hey, we hey, hey we it's didn't even time for celebration up top. We're not even supposed to slap hands on the microphone, but slap hands, slap hands. We got this. Get KC a slap hand. Wow. We got the U. It's been 11 weeks to get that U down. But it's been 11 weeks nonetheless. So <laughs> think about that. Wes? I mean, guys, thank you all so much for joining us on this journey. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> nonetheless, it's still been 11 weeks, and we're very happy to be here and be able to have the opportunity to kind of take you back and kind of go through some of those 11 weeks. Yeah. We're incredibly fortunate to have with us Casey Lim. Again. Into, uh, sorry. Again. 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 Yeah, again. Yeah. Here. Check. Hey, and we're going to go around, but he's got some things he wants to introduce. This guy's actually playing in the uh, PGA. Casey, what is it? Sorry. It's the National Assistance Championship. It's in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. We, we Say that one more time for the people that didn't get that because we got a pro golfer right here that made it to the National Assistance Championship. Which Port, is at? Port St. Lucie, Florida, where the headquarters of the PGA is. That's that, so that, the, awesome. the headquarters? Headquarters. So, so w- what's the tournament, man? Um, it's like for golf pros that are in, in, in the in industry. And it's for like it's a nationwide deal, obviously, because it's national. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, call out. <laughs> not worldwide. It's not, not, it's worldwide. not intro national. It's not like <laughs> Texas, but um, because of Texas, small in the world. Yeah, national, national, very national. And it just so happens that that car company, National, is a title sponsor, so it uh, fits the name quite well. It's very convenient. Okay, yes. so before we dive into Casey which we will. Let me go around real quick. Who do we got? PJ? What's up, man? What's up? It's uh, producer PJ here for the Hustle Subtle. Thanks. Uh, glad to be here. Happy to be here. Excited about today. Excited about where we're at. This get, is great stuff. Get straight into that microphone, man. If you can. Absolutely. Sorry. There you go. Man, grip that. Grip it like a rock star, dog. Right. Right. Yo, grip oh. it. Hey, that's what's... Never mind. Oh. Hey, Michael Scott. <laughs> Dario, what's up? Hey, it's Dario Radio Davis. Oh, this guy Good with evening. the voice, bro. I mean, already. The this money voice right there. 11. Man, I just get more high every episode we do. That's what's we up. We get better. We get stronger. And uh, yeah, let's ride on. We're, bro, happy to have him, man. Like, <laughs> we're turning into like a, uh, what is the, um, dun, 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 dun. what's the uh, techno band, Better, Faster, Stronger? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're turning no, into that. Techno, it's a, well, it is actually Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Uh, I was thinking Daft Punk. I'm like, that's way off. We did it. Yo, but don't, never mind. I thought we were going to talk music. I got real excited there for a second. (laughs) Who are you, sir? Yo, so as always, Chris Cordea, guys, happy to have you all. Um, Really thankful for this opportunity. I think it's great that we're able to kind of look back and see where we've been and honestly kind of uh, protrude into the future where we're trying to go. So with all of that, guys, think about this. We started the entire Hustler Huddle with a friend that I've known from seventh grade. I don't know. Beyond, 95. Right? 95. No, you remember that, bro? Yeah. Hey, 1995. One of the best mm. years of my life. <laughs> 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 but, dude, so we all talk about this. And Chris and I had a 
Oh, that's great. That's me. Oh, that by the way, Whitwell. my name is Chris Glutenfree Whitwell. For those of you that uh, didn't I know, because I didn't get a chance. Seeing... But hey, we can go back into it. We can go back into it. Like, that's cool. That's cool. That's neither hey, here nor there. My bro. soul's not hurt. See how you are? Huh? <laughs> no, man. But so it was funny because yeah. we literally would have, this afternoon, we had a meeting. Yeah. And the entire crux of the meeting, the entire journey or foundation behind it was the fact that we all knew each other. We trusted and want to do business with people that we like and trust. Right. Right. And it's funny because you think about someone like us, Casey, man, I've known you since seventh grade, bro. Like you talk about like and trust, like I don't like or trust anybody more than you, man. You right. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're the homie from way back when I've known you from a kid. We've had some awkward times going on. <laughs> hey, so listen to this. Check this out. I'm going to tell you guys a hilarious story. Check it. Hey, Casey used to drive uh, Toyota T100. T100. T1000. What was it? It was before the Tundra, right? T100. Is that like a pickup truck or what? Pickup truck. The Big first, uh, not the first, but like the yeah. first, I guess, American popular. Yeah. Right? T100. Toyota. So. Yeah. But yeah. did it looked like more like a Ranger or like a Tundra. Like Tundra. Uh, it was full size. It was a big one. It was a big okay. one. It was a full size. Got it. Yo, so we would uh we'd go to the movies, bro. And, <laughs> right. I know. He's laughing I'm he giggling because he's laughing. I know yeah. this is gold. So we had these uh the the CD auxiliary import into the tape deck, right? So I'm listen, man. I'm literally <laughs> holding the CD player. Oh yeah. Right. The no the discman. No As we drive, <laughs> and Casey's just driving, pretending like we had a CD player in the whip. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. it was just the auxiliary tape input, and I'm all bounce with it, bounce with yeah. it. Don't but let if, it skip. Don't but let if it you skip. bounce, if you bounce, it skips. Yeah, it wouldn't. I, I, I was real good on the ride, bro. Anti-skip. Anti-skip. Hey, so <laughs> this was our uh, ninth, tenth grade growing up. Me and Casey's like, hey, we're gonna go to the movies. And then now this guy's going to a PGA Florida. level golf tournament, man. Tell me again. about that, Casey. Right. Again, a, again, this is you're your right. First time here, like this is a, a recurring uh, thing for yeah. you, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh second time. Uh last year I was a little um not prepared. Not prepared. It was a pretty big event. Um they had a putting tournament, I think, on Tuesday or Wednesday before the tournament. And there's 156 guys there, and I ended up winning the putting tournament. Mm. Out of 156? Out of 156. And so I was like, oh, wow, this is easy, you know? These Light are, work. hold on, sorry, uh, PGA players? Yes, or? yes. So wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this so. is easy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so. shocked. Because, like, normally the putting game is the hardest game. Uh, the short game. Yeah. yeah That's short game. Yeah. yeah. And, your and you're over made. here schooling people. Yeah. One, like. He's uh, always schooled people, though, dude. Just and, so you know, like, since a kid, this guy was tennis, golf, yeah. whatever. Yeah. The, the cat was. Yeah. Dario, you weren't here the first time? Yeah. PJ. Hey, actually, speaking about the first time, go back and check out episode one of the Hustlers Huddle. <laughs> yes. Guys, where you can uh, get to know Casey Lamb a little bit better. True. True. And watch that first time, man, because PJ's spot on. Dario, I wish you were here. You would have enjoyed everything from this guy's state of mind and his perspective on how he approached the game and the entire sport and saw an opportunity where we did, right? We all, listen, let's be honest. Football, we all contact, went football, yeah, track, sure. you know. Casey goes, hey, so I can chill at golf courses and kick it in the country clubs? You know? 
as a sports aficionado, are golf, a sports aficionado. Right yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, as as a sports nut, I have always respected mm-hmm. golfers. Believe it or not, bowlers. Mm. Wow. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Hey, stay with me here. Yeah. And to a certain extent, baseball pitchers. All three <laughs> to, to a certain extent, some of extent, to a certain him. extent, baseball pitchers. Yeah, number one, all three of them. It's your it's your own battle. That's it. You're right. against the hole. You're against the bends. You're against the uh, batter. That's it. With golf and bowling, uh, exclusively, I've all I've always thought it was remarkable. It's the only two sports where. The less work you do, the better you are. So, Casey, we had – tell him. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. So, Casey – no. So, Casey no. understood this in seventh grade. Right. Right. So, we're all there. I'm making fun of Casey back in the day. Right? Yeah. We had this conversation a couple of uh, – uh, well, it was a couple. I wasn't there. It was there. 10 ago. It was – Oh, yeah. Days, I was there. I was there. Yeah, Frank, you were there. I was hey. there. So, but listen, man, this guy had the intelligence and the wherewithal yeah. to understand that back as we're kids and we're all trying to be the, bro, all I wanted to be in my life was Michael Irvin, right? right? Like I was so fast. I could jump so high. Let me catch a ball, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll run you all day. Casey's like, nah, man, I just, I'm, I'm out here trying to hit golf yeah. balls and tennis balls. Yeah. And then, so yeah, and I don't want to talk like- on anything I shouldn't. But some of Casey's good friends who he grew up with in that space are now uh, owners and proprietors of some of the best tennis and golf uh, businesses here in town. So, you know, that may be for another day, but Casey understood that at seventh grade. So I think that's worth some speak about it, man. You know, um, I've always been a hustler. You know, I was always trying to I'm get I'm a rich. hustler, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's why he was the first guest on the Hustler Subtle. Oh. There you go. That's hey. why he was the first guest on the Hustler Subtle. Right. Is it where he's at or where he's about to go? I mean, just yeah, let yeah, us know. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you. Because I'd like to go. Anyway, go ahead. Go on, man. <laughs> so, that's too much fun. You know, I'm trying to get that money. I'm trying to be in the sun. Uh you know, there's desk jobs and nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, I like the color of my skin. Hey, let, let me just jump in here. Yeah. So <clears throat> you kind of told me a story about it. You weren't the popular kid. You weren't like the guy. So you had the hustle, right? Like you you were like, hey, I need to come up. So like that that kind of gave you that drive, right? Now, now before you answer in your self-perspective, let's, let's Chris jump in because he's like jonesing. No, no, no. So listen. So... <laughs> In an awkward way, he wasn't, but he was the popular kid. Like everybody wanted to hang around with Casey. Everybody liked Casey. Like <laughs> nobody knew why. Like it was weird. Nobody fucking knew. Hold on, Casey's like, bro. Like I don't want to go here right now. I can tell uh, in his no, face. I'm good. No, no, I'm no. Good. But, uh, I'm being. Am I being honest, dude? Like, come on. Like for real. So to kids out there, this is real. That are trying to be somebody. Trying to look, Casey, man. Let's be honest, dude. Your angle, your approach to life always has been uniquely you. You've approached it in a way that is honestly F off with Mm -hmm. convention. Forget what anybody says. You've come about it and you've been steadfast in your 
thought process, mm -hmm. whatever that is, right? Right, wrong, or indifferent. And man, honestly, everybody respected him for that. So it was funny. So you, you, you're spot on. He wasn't the uh, Casey. I wouldn't say was like the the football, the popular, but yeah. but everybody wanted to fucking chill with this cat, dude. Everybody <laughs> wanted to hang out with Casey. Like Casey was the man. He was any party, bro. Parties. You know how it was back in the day. Casey showed up. It was like, yo, let this man here. You know what I mean? It was, I was there. You know, yeah. It's like a generational shift, right? Like nowadays, like it, that's even more so and mm -hmm. more, more common, I think, in, in, in schools and in, in high schools and stuff nowadays. But yeah, didn't mean to cut you off, but go ahead, sir. No, no, no. You know, uh, I, I didn't wear black lipstick or, you know, um, black. <laughs> Nine inch nails back in the day. You know, but uh, I hung out with everyone. You know, tennis, golf, football, basketball, and you know that's how it was in high school. That's how I was in college. I didn't have that click. You know, I wasn't the soccer players. I wasn't with the football players. Basically, I was with all of them. You know, and uh, I did my own thing a lot. But uh, I was at all the parties. You know, <laughs> if there was a party, I was there. I don't. I, if I had the double dip, I went to both. You know, but I, I made my rounds. Um, but I just didn't stick to one click. All right, so I got to jump in here. Right, so we, I think, oftentimes identify with parties as like, ah, dude, ah, these kids are out here having a, you know. But here's the reality, man. This is, what, 15 years later? Yeah. This is one of my best friends. We're still here, right? Because we partied together back in the day. Right. So I've got news for everybody and anybody that talks about how you want to get out, how you want to know people. You don't have to go party per se, mm -hmm. but get out in the world and show your face around yeah. people, right? Get that networking going. Let people know that these are the people you're going to hang with these cats. They're they're going to be in the city. They're going to exist, especially in this city. We talk about it all the time. Dario's wearing the SA hat. It's the smallest large mm -hmm. town yep. in the world, right? All the time. So all of the people we know, I know, we've been successful from being able to build this idea concept that right. we had into fruition is through those kind of networks there's nothing wrong with trying to get to know people right am i wrong on that no one of the biggest things for me like especially with the san antonio for those of y'all that aren't in san antonio when we talk about this being the biggest small town you can think of think about when everybody's like oh everybody knows you're in a small town like it's legit i came from dallas i could do anything and nobody would know I can do some dumb stuff yeah, and it true. was forgotten the next day. If I do it in San Antonio, I'm going to carry that to my grave. You know, in the age of the internet and where everything now is online and it's on record. I mean, it's crazy to think about it, but networks and stuff and think about where they're going to go from here. And I mean, things will change. The internet will change. Social media will change. I just heard the other day, a lot of people think Facebook's going to be gone and about 10 years. Well, sorry, go ahead. No, they're saying there's already um, some other, you probably know more about this. There's some platform that I just heard of called MeWe or something hey, like that. Hey, this guy's like, Facebook that I just me. heard of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's been around for a minute. I just heard about it. I'm an old man. I don't keep up with this stuff. Like, <laughs> no, nah, but so to his point and to your point, it's not about Facebook. It's not about MeWe or any other platform. It's about the abundance. Me, we, yo, I had a problem last. What was it with the or whatever? Anyways, we're not doing that. My point is, yo, 
whatever the platform is, whatever the Renew Foundation, there's always going to be a growing desire for individuals to be able to express themselves in a way that's not tracked. And let me tell you something else. This is the fundamental freedom of what we're doing here, right? So think about this. Imagine this, like, yo, we're not a political show. We're not doing this. That being said, this is the First <laughs> Amendment. Yo, I'm, I'm being real. The fact that we're able to plug in and say, here's what I want to say for whatever I want to say because I got a mic, that's beautiful, man. Right. That's, that's, that's a gorgeous freedom that we should not overlook. The idea that my man literally decided in seventh grade, I want to be a pro golfer and then became a pro golfer. Like that is a opportunity only afforded to us here. And I'm sorry that that did take a little bit of a left turn, but Dario, no, you got um, some. Hey, well, I was going to say on the topic of San Antonio, why I love this city so much. I have been fortunate to live all across the country. Uh, especially in the Marine Corps, a little bit overseas. Sorry, Mike, in your mouth, bro. Uh, I've been fortunate to live all across the country. And when you talk about <laughs> the state of Texas, you have San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston, maybe a little bit of El Paso, right? All of those cities have a distinct label. You know, uh, Dallas is stuck up. Houston is... I didn't say that. Well, no, you I'm just saying... Like, <laughs> you can reach him at Dario at... No, <laughs> no, but all these cities have a label. Austin's weird. Yeah. Houston is where people go to make a lot of money, and, mm. and the weather's crap. El Paso is... And El Paso. It's far you know? away. But when you talk about San Antonio, and when people come here for the first time, be it from Colorado, East Coast, West Coast... They are amazed at a city of this size. This is home. Being right, man? This friendly. Yeah. And as a veteran, as a proud veteran, I like to attribute that to there's a lot of military families here. Mm. I'm not saying that's the ultimate reason, but a lot of good veterans, they so don't care. I'm, I'm going to go jump ahead. in, and I All will right. say that that is a reason. I, I, I'm going to be real honest here. When 25% of the dollars that are spent there here are go. military dollars, all of your families, all of it's sure. quantifiable. It's not, Correct. you can't say like it's They're, not a reason. It's an absolute well, reason. And I take that people that, back. That put I, up I don't know how thing. much of a contributing factor it has to do with it, but I know it is a contributing factor. Mm-hmm. It's because tremendous. It's 25%. I don't care if you're white, black, Latino, Asian, gay, straight. If shit hits the fan and you're a good man, you're a good woman, I want you by my side. Mm. And I really believe that's the ethos of San Antonio. And that's what makes the city so great. You, you know, not to change shit. Go ahead, PJ. Go ahead. I'm about to I'm about to derail this train. Well, I, I just I mean, obviously, like I, I think our city has a lot of diversity, you know. Uh, we seem to be kind of like a mixing pot. I mean, you know, even Texas has a stereotype. So we seem to be kind of a mixing pot and like, you know, kind of a new place for some new ideas, even though there's a lot of conservatism here. When you you look at the uh, political, how people vote in the state, like in the cities, it's very blue. And then then now in the rural areas, it's very red. And obviously there's a divide there, but... You see that slowly changing, and I think hopefully we can help kind of be one of the first uh, 
states that kind of really accept both sides, right? I mean, the conservative and the liberal side. Like that seems to be a real interesting coexisting culture that we have here. No, no. So I'm going to turn it over to you because I'll, I'll, we'll keep talking all night night about this, but you're so spot on, Brad. I mean, we are a purple state, right? In the sense that we're literally in the middle of it. And here's, man, this is what's so beautiful about Texas. And this is what I love about all of us and this idea and the concept of everything. We don't care about what the rest of the world thinks. We're Texans, man. Like, so I'm going to be spot on. Take, taking a page out of Casey Lim's book, right? hundred percent. Yeah. I could not. Yo, dude, let me tell you. Like, so if you look at my uh, ancestry or whatever it's called, like, I don't know, whatever. The DNA will be like, yo, you're from Mexico and Spain and Portugal and all this. Nah, let me tell you something, dude. My fam's here, Say four it. generations, five generations deep Tell from Texas. Tell them. We are Texan. I'm going. There is no other DNA. There's no whatever, like. Somebody help I, me out. Yo, Dar- no, Dario can preach this. I'm, Dario's I'm, fam's. No, no, no. From I'm going to Texas here. and everybody else can go to. Hell. Thank you. Let them. We, <laughs> we're from here, son. And we got, we have a yeah. unique perspective about that. I don't care what you think, who you are, what you believe. Let me tell you, man, in this land, this is about freedom. This Mm. is about a man being able to protect himself, do what he wants. And we have no no ambiguous beliefs to your religion, your political affiliation. I couldn't care less. You're good to me. I'm good to you. you That's the bottom line, son. That's Texan. Come at me another way. <laughs> hold on, I'll hold see on, hold on, you hold on. out there. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Before we get too wild up in here, like I just want to say, normally we're on this show and we're tap dancing. Like y- y'all seen fighters, right? And fighters fill out the first round and the second round and the third round and they start throwing bones in the fourth and the fifth. And but they dance the first couple of rounds. I like his analogy. We normally yeah. dance the first couple of. This time we came out with haymakers. Like, yo, hey, let's talk about it, Texas and let's talk about. Like we, I feel like I feel are. like I was, let's talk. We're talking about practice. <laughs> and this is this is the fact. We expect to bring you all the best in content, and as such, the only thing that we can expect of ourselves mm-hmm. is to be honest with ourselves. I will say this, and I think it's fair. We don't want to make a. Uh, we're not trying to cause controversy, right? But yo, we got the right to say what's up, uh, and and we believe all the same things that we believe. Regardless, in the morning, tomorrow, we'll all say the same thing. Right. It's going to be good. You know what I mean? So, yo, I'm looking at Dario over here, yeah. Chris, PJ, Casey. These are all cats that have made their bones all day, every day in Texas. Mm. And we're still here, man. We're going to continue being here. Keep on, bro. But, hey, yo, in a, in about a month, Casey won't be in Texas. He'll be in Florida. <laughs> Fighting Doing for it. Texas. Doing yeah. it. What, Represent. what date is that? November 14th. And is it going to be televised? It it will be on like Golf Channel highlights, okay. you know. Yeah. So you'll see it. Uh, it'll be live streamed on the internet. You know, they'll have people following us, keeping scores sure. and stuff. Um, you said November fourth, November fourteenth, seventeenth. So let's back 14th up real quick. Fourteenth, because we've all been talking a little bit off air, right? Please remind me what is this on November fourteenth? One more time, we've talked about it a little bit, but one more time, where are you going? Just a big ass tournament in Florida. No, <laughs> no, it's, no uh, big deal, but yeah, you yeah. approach it. <laughs> um, there was a guy yesterday on the driving range with me hanging out, 
And he goes, you know, you're good enough to win. And I said, you know what? I am, and I will win. I will win. So last year, I was trying to say I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for it. This year, I know what to expect, and I'm highly confident I'm going to come back with the W. Just the the game's tight, the swing's tight, the body's tight, the mind's tight. and So I called you at what, like? 10 this morning or something? Yep. And where were you at? Throwing weights around. What were you doing? Just pushing weights. So you, so for people out there that think uh, golfers are lazy, yeah. that's, I've seen you, man. I see you on Instagram. Yeah. You're tossing weights all day. Every day. Dude, I'm, man, hey, I don't want to get like overly uh, emotional here, but I'm very proud of you, Casey. Thank you. Like, I Thank mean, you. honestly, dude, this is something I see you out there working. I see the practice you put in. I've known you since we were kids. And you're now going to face off in the PGA mm-hmm. in the National Rent-A-Car Championship. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to uh, Casey's regiment here in a little bit, how he talked about his pushing weight. And I, I don't have a whole lot of golf stories. I've, golf hasn't been my thing. It's always been a sport I respected. Uh, to be perfectly honest, Growing up, it was just nothing I could afford. But with that said, uh, I played Division One football at UTEP, and my next-door neighbor at one point, her name is Robbie Thayer. So at UTEP, we had an athletic apartment complex. It was called the Foothills and or Argonaut Heights. They had different owners. So at this apartment complex, you probably had about 165-odd units of those 160 units student athletes we occupied about 130 so it was our apartment complex type deal myself lee mays aj shepherd uh we all lived together in our townhome right next door to us is robbie thayer she is the I believe the middle niece of Kenny Mayne. If the listeners out there don't know who Kenny Mayne is, he is one of the senior uh, sports anchors on ESPN. When I got to meet Kenny Mayne through Robbie, and I'm talking with him, and he has a very good personality. He's he jokes. Uh, he could uh, halfway be a, co- a a stand-up comedian, no exaggeration. And I'm having this conversation with Kenny, and he goes, "Yeah, man, Dario, Tiger can uh, power clean 315 pounds <laughs> and, talk. and squat over 400." Real talk. I'm like, "Nah, man." <laughs> and at the time, I'm 19, 20 years old. And I, you know, Tiger, this was, this was at his apex. Yeah. You know, 99, 2000, 2001. He was throwing away. And I'm like, nah, man. He goes, no, man, look at his chest. Yeah. Look at his forearms. Yeah. Look at his back. Yeah. Tiger Woods was one of the first to, tra- uh, to lift weights. And he traveled with the full 53-foot 18-wheeler full of free weights. Wow. He was one of the first to embrace powerlifting, deadlift, squats, throwing around weight. And after Kenny left that weekend 
And uh, because Robbie is from Oregon, and if you see Kenny Mayan on ESPN, he often talks about Oregon and or Washington State. And the next time I looked at Tiger, a week or two after that conversation with Kenny Mayan, I was like, man, Tiger's yo. Yo. <laughs> I have no Super idea. Yeah. And I think it was just my me being in my juvenile eyes because yeah. I was used to being around big dudes. Yeah. I mean, my dad is six, nine, I'm around Damn. six foot seven football players and linebackers and DNs. And so when I see, when I saw Tiger on, on TV, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a fit dude. And Kenny's like, no, no, he's not just fit. A dude is a beast. That's why his clubs swing had, and probably still has that certain speed. Yeah. So, so Casey, Casey, yeah. Can you take us through a a typical day or week of how you how you approach? Because as a former athlete and trainer, I'm always interested in. Uh, hey, so this guy in senior with, year literally came in and was like, "You don't understand, Tigers toss and bench that none of you mother." People could ever. <laughs> exactly right. And, and you like, could say, no, no, no. Tiger he literally told me this. Yo. So speak to it, Casey. Straight up. I mean, he, he brought the exercise to the game. You know, most famous popular golfer before him was like John Daly. Yeah. You know, he, he's got some good quotes of like, you know, I swing hard and just in case I hit <laughs> it. You know, I mean, that that's what John Daly was big fat. Drinks, smokes. I mean, hits it hard. Wins every now and then. But Tiger, every now and then. John Daly, yeah. But Tiger, when he came on the scene, just started getting big. I mean, he came on probably ninety six, pretty skinny, probably a buck fifty six one. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it had to be before, right? You, you, we were young. You were talking about this cat, dude, and you were like, you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, was it? Okay, yeah, cool. So, yeah. Casey knows. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I promise you. I'm, I'm throwing some decent years out yeah. there. Trust me. Um, Casey, take us a little bit into what do you do? Yeah, what do what you do, do in do? the gym yeah. now? So, you know, for a while there, it was pretty mundane. You know, back one day with some core. Chest one day with some core. Uh, shoulders one day with some core. Legs one day with some core. Okay, day five, let's do back again, you know. So um, I was maintaining my speed and my strength, but I wasn't getting explosive. And, and this game of the golf footwork. is getting explosive. You know, these – That torque. That torque, that that speed, the box jumps, the, the ball tosses, the – I mean, you got to get that fast twitch muscle going. Exactly. Hey, know? so I ha- – sorry, have to – jump in you talk about fast twitch yeah. the box jumps yo we tossed that video around uh between us the other day of mike tyson at oh, yeah. 50 yeah. super fast seven yeah. 50 whatever this dude can't bro he can't even not fast twitch yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like his he's like i got you i got you his little oh dude so do, good do you hear we talked about why he doesn't work out anymore, right? No, no, you know we why? didn't. Go on. Oh, so like, yeah, it was on a show, kind of show, you know, uh, and Mike was talking about, I think Joe asked him like, hey, Mike, you know, why aren't you working out? You know, he's like, he can't do it. This is after the video? or it this activates. Is... Uh, well, I, I think after I saw that video, I, I 
Because he's killing it yeah, in that video. Bro. But I mean, you know, he'll he doesn't still do that he doesn't, for right now, but he doesn't work he's out. It's yeah, no, he's he's trained. You don't lose that when you program it. But he's not. He doesn't train anymore, and the reason why is. The, so he said it's because of his ego, man. He goes, mm. if he starts working out even a little bit, like he'll activate that ego, and he doesn't want to become that person, man. It's crazy. Do we do we like want to go there? Do we want to well, talk about this? Not even uh, necessary. I mean, yeah. What when he says ego, what I hear is this guy is trained to be a killer like every yeah. it's not ego it's day. built in yeah alpha male aggression like he doesn't know any other way so this dude trained to be the most efficient puncher in the game he was truly a ruthless savage every time he stepped in the ring and i think what he's saying is is like as soon as i train i go back to that hatred yeah and he doesn't want that is... hatred anymore he used to fight with hatred man yeah a severe yeah. hatred well a lot of that from Tyson comes from a lot of, uh, you know, we're all products of our past. Right. Mike Tyson. But imagine his past past and then hit the fury within that allowed that to blend, bro. Who was was one of his... uh, Go ahead. No, I was just trying to get back to KC. So what what else... Like, as you you said, you kind of did back and core, shoulders and core. How have your workouts evolved? You know, a lot of balance... You know, uh, a lot of single leg stuff, uh, you know, RDLs and stuff and uh, box jumps, a lot of box jumps, a lot of yeah. ball slams, you know, ball skippity, you know. Just the guy like on CrossFit, Instagram. Man. Sounds a lot like we're doing a CrossFit. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I need to check out your gym. Everybody's about CrossFit It's, it's right literally now. getting like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about body armor CrossFit. Uh, Ryan Gerlein, our mutual friend, owns I Go to Jones and. For CrossFit, we're always getting shout outs. So anytime you want to, you know, when, when it's appropriate to yeah. your yeah. to your profession, yeah. if you ever want to get in at Body Armor or Jones and um, let me let me or BJ know. And I always like to like uh, ask athletes. We had on uh, Ashad Mabry last week. Okay. Who's MacArthur grad, uh, played for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, and I believe uh, – the Carolina Panthers. So I always like to ask, what is what do you look forward to in a workout? And what are you like? That was a great question last yeah, week, man. I always like, like to the, ask. His athletes, answer was like, really what, impactful. So what, nah, 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 all right, what is it that you look forward to and or comes easy? Or and on the flip side, what's a necessary evil that you don't look forward to, but you know you have to execute to fine-tune your game? I, I love working out. I love it. I mean, if I wasn't golfing, I'd probably like be a CrossFitter. You all know, right, straight all up, right. straight up. You well, know, well, so hold you on, hold on. What, what's no, your no. favorite? Hold on. Yeah. Let's let's do this interview style. What is your favorite absolute yes. favorite workout? Do not be big. Also, I'm gonna follow up with some shit that these cats don't know about. We're gonna talk real talk. So go ahead. Um. I mean, leg day is my favorite day because, I mean, it's, it, that's all golf is. Like, believe it or not, it's from the ground up, Ew. you know. You use that ground to hit the ball. There's no other way to hit a golf ball without using those ground forces. So uh, I'm a big leg day gay, uh, guy. Uh, yeah, I don't care if it's jumping, squatting, you know, over, I mean, anything that you are – Getting those glutes firing, you know, right. jumping, screaming, go. skipping, so lunging. On, on that note, yep. What do you 
app. I mean, yeah, I know you love all yeah, workouts, yeah. but what do you hate? Like, what do you like? Ugh, here we go. Let me knock it out the park, but here we go. Hurry up, man, because I'm ready to get it on. <laughs> Come on. You know, my cardio is like uh, none. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, as a golfer, we walk, you know, <laughs> we walk. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we got someone knew it. carrying our bag. So, I mean, I could walk 26 miles. I don't know how long it'll take me, but <laughs> I ain't going to be tired. I promise you that. So, you know, my cardio is like one out of every 30 days. So I'll go to the gym. I'll get it in. I'll eat like three, four thousand calories and I'll stay at like 19% body fat just because it doesn't matter to me, you know. But uh, <laughs> that CrossFit would probably step me up a little bit. All right. All right. So right. I've been, I already, yo, I was being patient. Yeah. So <laughs> tell them about your pops, bro. Tell me, oh. tell them about what your true, uh, activity and what your entire upbringing yeah. is kind of based on that. Uh? So, you know, some people say athletes are born, you know, but uh, I've been doing Taekwondo uh, from my father. Well, so step it back. Who's yep. your father? He's the grandmaster ninth degree Taekwondo black belt from Korea where it's all brought, started. Brought, listen, guys. Brought from korea the homeland hey hey i don't know about that <laughs> well, whatever that's not here for you yeah we already spot about that <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway. brought it to texas yeah brought it to texas. But, but think about this this dude like and i sh promise you i'm a well-trained athlete i've trained i've been fortunate enough to have the opportunity to train with master Lim, and this man will rip your face off as a old you don't even understand what he's so he did a thing for us with uh was it a paper towel or whatever yeah so he takes a he takes a paper towel right it doesn't seem like a lot no but think about this think about this paper towel in the wind in the air the slice of a fucking wrist cuts the paper towel in half mm. right but precision bro he doesn't rip the paper towel it gets cut in half. Like the man's like, I sliced this with, I forged this with my hand. So can I make a request? Yeah. Next time we have a <laughs> lethal. take requests. No, 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 no. I'm, no. I'm asking a request oh, okay. from you. <laughs> the non-slicing hand. Yo, my bad. I just yeah. want to give some. Yeah. Like... No, no, no. But all I'm saying is, is next time we have a lethal weapon on the show, can you let me know before I talk trash <laughs> off camera? I did Because like, I don't want to get snatched up in the parking lot. This man is the, the truth, bro. Like, like listen. I'm, I'm so Casey, serious. so he owns how many, what, what? At one point, he had three dojos, you know, San Angelo. Through Abilene, Abilene, through San Angelo, uh, through. Yeah, yeah uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, uh, he, uh, he's the truth. He's the truth. He's Time like, for a little sports equinox. I, I think so. I think it's a think great it's a interjection. Time. I think, I think it's you a bring little, it in, man. Time, and we're going to get back to that because I know for a fact that's where a lot of Casey's focus comes from. I know for a fact, but on that note, we're going to get back to that. We're going to talk a little bit with Dario's halftime dimes. 
So it is sports equinox. It's nice and chilly in the air. Last word, last week's word was accountability. Talking about the refs. I'm not going to get into that. You got to. Oh, we in should in get into that over <laughs> the San Antonio FC game. We should get into that. We're gonna. You got to tune in episode ten for that. But this week, the words are pastime, passion, and entertainment. Casey, I'm going to ask your help. Can we get a a score update on the Astros? Yes, sir. And uh, Nationals. So first pitch just happened about an hour ago. The Astros versus Nationals. Game one World Series, baby. Are you kidding me? Take it back. Hashtag. What's that update? You got it? Bottom of the fourth, 2-2. Bottom of the fourth, 2-2. 2-2. Houston. Dude. What I'm saying. Correa. Hey, that that is your cousin, isn't it? That is your cousin. I I ain't saying, but if he wants to call, I'll (laughs) accept that. Y'all even look alike. Like, no lie. Y'all have beer going and everything. Yeah. Pastime, passion, entertainment. So, baseball is in the air. Game one, World Series. We're going to take that back. We're going to talk a little bit about passion. Football. Baseball's pastime. Football's the passion. We'll talk a little bit more about this next week. I only have wait, a few wait, minutes bring that, trying to... Bring that back, Dario. What do that? you mean? Baseball's what? Pastime. And football's what? Passion. Why do you say that? Because it is... The most passionate sport our country knows. So and baseball even, is... Even from a numerical standpoint, you have 162 baseball, you have 82 basketball, you have 16 so football. Baseball right? is American pastime. Like it football, literally just yeah, kind of the time passion. goes on. Football is, is America's, America's passion. passion. That's Basketball man. is America's entertainment. I like it. So right. in short, on the passion tip, we are, I think we are not giving enough credit to the ageless wonders in Tom Brady and Drew Brees. For these men to be 40 and 42 years old and to perform at the highest level and perform at the highest level well, I think we need not to, well. Better than everybody. Better, better than I everybody. Mean, they and said I, the and same. I, and I do like, understand Drew Brees is injured, but it's a thumb. It's not like a tore ACL or. Hey, you know what? Based on what yeah. I know about you, homies, yeah. and your game against Drew Brees, f him. I don't care about. No, him. no, he's. I he's hope a Tom cool, Brady wins. You know he's what? A cool I cat. love you, boys. His mom's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brady's go Michigan. That's all I'm no, but hey, listen. Lake. So, Dario, right. I think you're spot on, man. Right. And I think this relates to something that's larger in terms of. We're not going to have this conversation tonight, but you talk about eugenics. You talk about the growth of the human hormone. You talk about what it takes to be able to literally, I mean, predisposition people's uh, talents right? and, and lack thereof and say, and, yo, I want this guy to have better calves. I want my son to, to build bigger in the shoulders. Like, we can program that now. Yeah. So if, if you start thinking long-term about what that means, that means that anything that's ever touched down the road has no chance of being natural. Everything down the road will be 
uh, genetically modified, right? That's a, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, and is. we went a different route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but like, Corey's like, yo, so I'm gonna hit this really high point. It's a whole other <laughs> conversation that we won't talk about. So go ahead. No, and so no, it's just. But <laughs> hey, he's right. He's yeah, right. I, I, I guess my point is, it's not just Bring Tom it Brady. It's not just Tom Brady makes the point though. You're that's I mean, where it came from. And getting and getting to my last point. Uh, you know, being the entertainment aspect, basketball. Tim Duncan is now 43. He retired at 40. Ginobili at 40. Do we realize with our beloved Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge is about to be 35. He's the same age as LeBron. Speaking of LeBron, going into his 17th season. All right. So, so wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me. Let me uh, hey, let hey, me man. Look at the points. Hold yes, on. finish. Well, Go one, on. One second. Stop telling me. So, finish. so, on the point of entertainment, we do have to talk about our beloved Spurs, right? Out of every platform I've checked, Bleacher Report, ESPN, Fox Sports, not one of these platforms has this finishing in the top eight in the Western Conference. With that said, I believe that we're going to finish anywhere between four and six. And the difference maker is going to be 21, but he's going to be dressed in a suit on the bench. My breakout player for this year. Boom. We we already know. What, we, we, we already know what we already know what DeJounte Murray is going to bring. Sign a new four year, six, four million dollar extension, which he earned every dollar. But I saw Who? an interview with Yakapoto. I saw an interview with Jakob Poto. I'm telling you, that young man is fired up. More than anything, what was Tim Duncan's nickname? Listen. So, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, I don't know. That's what so I'm asking. The big fundamental. The big fundamental. So imagine a 26-year-old Jakob Poto learning fundamentals from the big Fundamental. fundamental. So right. So here, here, wait, 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 wait. This does <laughs> not happen on accident. This was a calculated move by the front office, by Popovich. So, and so, by Tim so hold on, because, hold on. As we know, we 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 have a professional athlete in the building, right? When things go bad, what do you get back to? Fundamentals. Fundamentals. Timmy is teaching Jakob not only. The footwork fundamentals, but the mental fundamentals. We're going to surprise everyone in the NBA this year, and we're going to kick them right in the ding ding. True. And I'm done. San Francisco treat right there from San Antonio, <laughs> yeah, all the uh, way down sorry, south. Sorry, I, I just had to, I was on a roll there. Yeah, nah, you're good. It's all hey. So I think the point, and I think where it ties back is like, look, we were so fortunate. Hey, bless you. Bless you, bless you bless again. You. That's the, I'm not giving you another one. No more. What's going on? Shut <laughs> up. Goddamn, sorry. Stop hey, sneezing. Casey, Casey are you a fan? Is this Spurs fan? Is it done? No, Spurs fan. fan. Four seats the other night. Did y'all see that? Four Maybe seats. Casey. Yo, so my man took me to the first floor Spurs I've ever been to back in like, I don't know, eighth grade. No, it was actually older because we went into the bar and drank a bunch of drinks. So my bad. It was yo, at least 21 years of age. Get, because... yo, this guy used to get access. I don't know if he still does, but he has access to the tunnel. 
Like he has access to the like you're not you're not sitting in the chump seats yeah. when you go to chill with Casey. Right. So that being said, going back to what you were talking about, Dario, and I do want to bring that up because I think it's you know, I missed out on the fact that the the name was the fundamental, right? But if you look about what Tim Duncan was to our city, it, it wasn't even the fundamental man. So we heard about Tim Duncan. Like our our good friends were basketball players. Casey and I both sucked at basketball. Casey don't like you suck too. <laughs> Anyways, they would play, bro. And they talked about Tim Duncan in seventh grade. Tim Duncan came to our city when I was in seventh or eighth grade. By the time I was in ninth grade, so two years later, he won a championship. Yeah. Right? My dad and my uncles and my family load us up into a Chevy fucking Silverado 1500 dog and we cruise down Commerce Street <laughs> like you hey, never ago, bro. Us and the rest of the Mexicans in town, Popeye. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest. We were out there like, this guy brought a level of pride to our town, to me, to us. Timmy Duncan was my, like, I, you know, I don't, my dad was my father, so I'm not going to, I mean, but Timmy was like a, a second father yeah. for 20 years. Mm. For 20 years, I could look at this guy as the, the moral statue of our city, the turpitude of where we wanted to be, and the definition of overcoming adversity. You understand that Pop only got Timmy because he swam out to the sandbar with him? You read that story? I did. Dude, in the in the Virgin Islands, yeah. Pop was Timmy was like, You're the only guy that swam out here in the ocean with me. And Pop was like, Well, it's the ocean. It's you the swim. Ocean. Like, I don't know. What was you know, my, my, <laughs> you know favorite, what I mean? my favorite Tim Duncan stat of all of his accolades and championships, it has it has to do one hundred percent with his mental state. You talk about mental strength, 1,394 games played, one technical. And that one technical. I remember that tech. Oh, wow. Everybody remembers that tech. Laughing on the bench. when he was on the bench. Off the court. Casey remember that tech. Laughing. How how mentally steadfast. This is the man, bro. This is the man. Do you have to be? When you when you look at interviews of other athletes, they said, "Yeah, I would try to talk shit to Timmy. He would just give me a thousand yard stare and smile." Yeah. So he got one call called him that he disagreed, went to the bench, and started laughing about said call, and got thrown out the game. He's that's my the best. You know, you talk about connections and, and, and us being a hometown city and how we know each other. You know, it's interesting. There's a connection here that I got to tell you about. So Dara and I went to school together. We've all, we talked about that a couple of times and stuff. But, you know, now that we're talking about Spurs, right, and and we, we actually know some Spurs royalty. We actually went to school with uh, Iceman's son, G. Gervings, a really good friend of yeah. mine and Dario's. And uh, we're just... Uh, We've we've followed the Spurs. I even followed the Spurs when I was living in Germany. Yeah, uh, my wow. buddy, uh, shout out to my buddy Brian Lopez. 
a real good friend of mine like growing up in Germany together for a little bit. He introduced me to the Admiral back in the day, man, when we were we were in the old colors. I'm sorry, what did you say? The Admiral. The who? David Robinson. Five. The goddamn Admiral. Five. The man. Yo, the man. Hey, David Robinson. God. Thank you for Absolutely. your presence on our city. Absolutely. And 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 so it was interesting and really cool. That's when I first learned about the Spurs. And then I came to Texas and I was in high school here and I met G and, and his family and, and, and our friends. And I and I learned about his dad, right? The Iceman, which is really cool. Met him as well. Uh, great family. So he people. helped out in local soccer yeah. when I was a kid. He was always around. The guy was like a presence in local sports. He was a true man of his word. Like he believed in this community. Yeah, giving back to the community. I mean, exactly. That's what the whole family did. I mean, G has his own uh, business now. He went and played in Europe, was a leading scorer in multiple years. Now he's got his own thing going on. Really good people. Again, the, uh, the Spurs, the family, the royalty, the love that we have for our team here is unmatched, honestly. And uh, we can't can't say enough. We love you guys. Thank you for uh, bringing that to our city and and uh, representing us so well. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this flow up and just be like, Spurs, put more money in your soccer team, please, because we need some stars. Yo, on there, hey, like real soccer, talk. Those soccer games are dope. Bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah. You have a lot of fans too. in it. Put some money into it, please. Something we've talked about this. We we said last week when you ask somebody from San Antonio, where'd you go to school? They say they're high school, right? That being said, we've got a unique uh, trend or tradition here where we feel a little differently about things than other people. And what I mean by that is our Yo, our loyalties run deep. Do you know what I mean? Like, we literally bleed pink and teal and turquoise and whatever the stupid Spurs colors are. We love that. Old uh, school. Old yeah, school old school Spurs. The, ri- <laughs> the real. Silver the real. And white. No. Hey, but I mean for real, right? Like, we believe that. And we feel that in a certain way that it's in the trenches, right? Like, I, I, I've known this guy. We've known each other. The way that we grew up was different than other people, right? Like, you had to have those day-to-days, you know? And, like, you got to know people in the trenches. And I think that perfectly reflects exactly what we're trying to represent here. And I think when you talk about the huddle and you talk about the people coming together, Dario, I'm going to let you continue on because you well, you get what we're talking about. I just want to say this, this straight fact. Straight numbers. The San Antonio Spurs have been in the NBA for 43 seasons. Some notes I found. They've made the <laughs> I playoffs. just happened upon them. <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs have been in NBA for 43 seasons. They've made the playoff 39 times. Mm. And they made the playoffs in eight of their nine years in the ABA. When they before they were the Dallas Chaparrales. And we still get no respect, man. We're like Rodney Dangerfield of the NBA, man. So get no respect, man. So what's funny, and we discussed this, you're so spot on. Franklin. You're spot on with your observation. So the Spurs, who are killing everything, are, are I think 
not arguably, I think they are the winningest franchise Ever. in history, right? Of like, sports. am I wrong about that? Of sports. Of sports. Are not worth the most. The losingest, or maybe not losingest, but a franchise that lose rather regularly <laughs> is the most valuable of ever. Sports all times. Being the best don't mean equal being the richest though. I mean, that's just a fact. Marketing. Yo, man. So I'm not I'm, yeah. I agree with you. This is the point that we're talking about. Yeah. But like where where do we as a uh you know where do we come to realize this? All right. So Casey, hey, back to you, man. So you're going out. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Forty-five man. minutes later. Yeah. Hey, we're we're bringing it back. Casey <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> he's he's updating his status like, please no, help, I'm lost. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Yo, Casey, I I am curious. So uh, when you win this thing, right? What's next? Would you get an invitation to something, or what happens? You know, you could you put that on the resume and just say, "Hey, I won this. Uh, can I play in that type of stuff?" So okay. you kind of market yourself and promote your own self. So you, maybe you get like an agent and uh, try to get in some bigger. So do you? Bigger you have an agent? No, uh, I've done it all on my own. I've gotten offers, but um, they kind of just—I didn't understand what they did. You know, I thought they just kind of took from you but they only take what they bring in so um it's not it's not a bad idea it's not too late i could always get one and so it's 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 in the works i know a couple guys you know they hit me up on facebook and stuff like that and i turned them down but they're, they're we're still friends and i could reach out pretty easily and say hey man i'm i got you an agent if you need one. i'm ready to take this show <laughs> on the road you know but that, you know, we just talked about the Spurs and monetizing things. I mean, every aspect of every professional sport is about the monetization of it and the money of it. You know what I mean? So you need to make, as you go forward, you're making a name for yourself with your skill. You need to make sure that you have the right people in your corner to make a name for yourself in your your pocketbook, True. your money. You True. know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's wise that you waited. Yeah. I used to box. And, and when I went, dude, I went pro too soon and I just started taking like Adidas is like, here, here, we'll give you gear and uh tko was like we'll give you gear and then all of a sudden like oh we're gonna take all your prize money like all of it you know what uh, i mean I and then also if you've ever boxed sweat. you also get punched in the face yeah yeah, sucks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they take your prize money and you get, and you walk away with like walk, a jack of nose yeah dude oh my god bro we, hey. so you know it's it's smart man you got to make that move and you got to do it very wise so respect on that appreciate that hey man appreciate so that. what do you want everybody to know Right, we're here. You've got this uh, opportunity to discuss what you're doing, where you've been, where you're going. What do you want people to know most about you, man? You know, I show up. You know, I, I show up. Show up and no, show up. <laughs> no matter what it is. No, no, no. You know? Hold on. Don't take that lightly. Real talk, right? Like You I mean, show up. That's show a up. big deal. You know? Uh, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a tournament, whether it's hey, a, a hey, party, here. whether That's it's for... a, a, a session, a lesson, you want a lesson, I, I've never missed a lesson, you know? So I, I, I show up, I show out, and uh, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I haven't changed since. And so what do you think uh, about Kate, your, Kate, sorry. I'm sorry. Where are you working now, man? Where, like, if I wanted to find you, yes. you're at the Republic Golf Club? Down there on the south side of yes, town, sir. right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I drive by there all the time yep. now. And I'm like, yo, I gotta swing in there Come and on. see my boy. I'm like, there. I'm there. I've got, I've, 
Literally, I got the clubs in the car. I'm going to come see you. you know, clubs. Hey, Casey balls. gave the clubs up here, bro. Hey, come on. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> Hung up, so cool. Casey, right there. Yeah. How long How long have you been at that course, man? Uh, I got there November 2016. I've been kind of full-time May 2017. May 2017 full-time. So just over two years full-time and coming up on three years next month. So I, I don't know if you know, but I have a little experience working on a golf course, man. Okay. So when I was at AM uh back in the day, I, I was a groundskeeper. Yep. And it was crazy. There was a little par three out there and I was the uh maintenance uh yep. I was the maintenance slash Yo, it was Caddyshack. Yeah. Yeah. Where you would like to get up. hit with balls and did that to everybody's yo. Like, let me tell you about this. This is a funny story. I so, want to hear. This Please. little this little par three was just is right down on Harvey Road, and it was literally next to this like dealership. And uh, I guess the guy owned it for a while, but he literally just kept it running and just enough, I guess, to pay the taxes, right? Just to keep it open. And he and he's like literally, your job is to somebody's gonna open the doors and stuff. All you gotta do is fix the carts, switch the holes around. So you were just maintenance, like oh, literally. I the whole. Pretty much the whole thing. He did I everything. Grass, I moved holes. It was me and the old man. You we were sleeping Bill Murray out here. Dude, we yeah. would dig. No, no wonder the shirts. I got kids, you. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I see it. We would dig golf, golf carts out of the creek like oh on a regular God. basis with this like tractor. Done Very dicey before. stuff. I, I learned to weld. I didn't even know you needed goggles. I was literally, I literally I just was looked under right into the cards. light like your Jesus <laughs> experience. Insane. Anyway, I, I, I please, OSHA, to, we're not, don't disregard this. You you told your professional celebrity story, but you're worried about OSHA right no, now? I promise you, we're good. <laughs> Rory, come see me, son. Holla at your boy. But yeah, man, it was no, a par three. It was a lighted par three. I don't, have you ever, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it's still there, but I, I there's one in town here in San Antonio, Oak yeah. Valley. Yeah. Actually, I've been to that one too. Okay. Part threes are really dope, man. Nice to go. Lots of fun. Anyway, it was a lighted part three. Yep. And we could turn the lights on and like, yeah, you, you're looking at me. Yeah, we did that a couple times. No, no, that's there. Awesome. Uh, we'll do that. Through little parties. Anyway, had a lot of fun doing that, man. Sweet. But I remember the holes very well. What can you tell me about that golf course? What are some of the best holes on that course? You can't. My course. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, it's it's up and down the Salado Creek. Uh, very, very scenic. It's got some uh, dips and valleys. And so um, I think one of our signature holes is number six. It's a par five. It's like 640 yards. It's like. A, what do you hit it in? Three, four? Yeah, yeah, you know, I make uh, eagles sometimes. Uh, it, it, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. You what got it. What's tough? Uh, Tell it's people long. What tough is. Uh, you got to hit like a big high draw off the tee. Then there's a huge tree in the middle of the fairway that you got to go around or above or under. So, uh, with a creek, it, 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 where the trees at, so you really can't go too low because you got to carry the creek and. The tree keeps getting bigger and bigger, so it's hard to go too high. And so it's it's probably one of our signature holes. And it, it's a great hole. Great hole. I, I, it's the hardest hole in the course for a reason, and people struggle with it. But you got to play it smart and have the mental game to suck it Like up everything, sometimes. right? Yeah. Mental? Yeah. Sure I had uh, – my next question was just – so when you're – 
you're you're playing the ball right like a draw you yep. can hit it the opposite way as well yes oh yeah wow yeah yeah, yeah. i can like, do anything i want with a golf ball <laughs> and an iron in my hand real talk this is some like any what is it any stuff i can do anything no, no. you can do so, better so tell them yeah okay I mean, so tell me what you told me the other night so real talk real talk we're out at the the course i'm i'm an athlete yeah. i'm gonna be honest yeah I'll box people up. I'll do whatever. We're yeah. good. You know yeah. what I mean? I kind of suck at golfing. Casey <laughs> goes, yo, here's one and two. Do this. Hold your hands this way. Open up the face. Bop. Boom. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, here we are. We're good. <laughs> you know? you so, don't know what you don't know. You know, it's, it's a weird saying, but you don't know what you don't know. And you just need some knowledge or a tip or whatever you want to call it. I teach a couple of NBA players, and they don't want to call it lessons. It's pretty funny. Like I, I don't take. What do they lessons. want to call it? What do you? They get tips from me. Oh. They get tips from me. So these these That's NBA homies, me. you know, they're so proud. You know, know what? They didn't have a shooting coach growing up. They didn't have a, yeah, a dribbling tips. coach. You know, but they had guys give them tips growing up, and so. You know, these these guys, they're professional athletes, they're millionaires, you know, they're they're ballers at their sport, they're the greatest in the world. But when it comes to hitting a golf ball that's not moving, I mean they struggle. So uh I give them a tip here and there, and you know, sometimes and they, they pay, pay me by, by, <laughs> by a tip, he means a lot per hour. Yeah, you know, but it's not a lesson. Yo, y'all right? gotta see my man though. Hey, but These the, tips yeah. work. Yeah. On on the real though, like so as we're wrapping this up and we're we're coming to a conclusion, and it's been a great time with you. How do uh everybody that's listening get in contact with you to get those tips or lessons, full lessons, people? Anything you want. Yeah. Um that we should be I should be up on the website, you know. Yep, you uh, are you are, you are. In, in, Instagram so anywhere is on Casey. the hustler subtle. Yep. Com. I'm yep. on there. I'm on there. Uh, my cell phone is on there. 210-269-2613. Your Instagram. Every way to Insta's contact you. My name's KC. No periods. L-I-M. Real name. Real name. Okay, real name. Real, yeah. One last question as we yes, wrap sir. up. Yes, sir. Best golf movie. Uh, you Ooh. gotta go, hey, Caddyshack. Real talk. Real talk. Caddyshack, Caddyshack, it is. Caddyshack, Come on, how could it not? Hey, hey, there ain't, there ain't no Kevin Costner taking the top <laughs> thrill on this one. Uh, happy Gilmore. Come on, Caddyshack. Gilmore's up there. Hey, I'm gonna go with Happy. I like Adam Sandler, but Bill Murray. If you're a real golf, it's on your shirt every day. We know Bill Murray's gonna take. He's just like, just so everybody knows, I feel, I really like. Bill Murray. So uh, <laughs> next week, tune in for the Adam Sandler and Bill Murray conversation yeah. live here on Hustlers Huddle. Hell yeah. Hey. If you're a golfer, if you're a true golfer, it's Caddyshack. And if you're like uh, me, a stoner, it's Chris, <laughs> it's probably Happy Gilmore. And that's my second one. That's Where's Tim Cuff falling that? You know, I told you. I, I was a fan. You I was a big fan. Let me tell you. All right. All right. So my man lost. He, he like made a 12 on the last hole, like like yeah. not something I want to strive for. You know, Listen, like I'm so trying to win. We gotta end this conversation because yeah. it'll go on. But Tin Cup, yeah, yo man, that's the first time I met a woman. When I saw Renee Russo in that movie when hey, I was yo. like 12 or 13, I was yeah. like, seriously, oh, it's one of my favorites too. Hell, definitely, like, someone. I didn't even cue. know this kind of thing existed. Of someone like, cue the end music. Before we go off yeah, on another tangent. Up. Hey, for real though. Hey, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's let's go around real quick. Let's 
tidy this up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry about that, Renee, but hit me up. Anyways, <laughs> Chris, what do you got, man? Man, uh, appreciate you being out here. Good luck on the 14th. Luck um, isn't needed. Luck isn't we'll needed. Skill is needed. And you have it for sure. <laughs> but luck is the best well wishes I can give you. So I, I give you the best well wishes, man. Well, appreciate that. Appreciate that. PJ? Yeah, Cassie. Thanks, man, for coming out, man. Good luck. Always. Uh, yeah, we'll be watching. We'll be here. We're always yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, anything we could do for you, let us know. Of course. Hey, man. Thank you for representing San Antonio. Of course, two one zero. Say, hey, thank Stay you town. Uh, for all that you do. I may have to get a lesson, Come not on. a tip, or Come two. On. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to keep you in thought and in good energy. Going to check you out on the 14th through the 17th. Don't miss this man, Hustlers Huddle audience. I think he's going to do great things. Yep, Chris. Good vibes only. Listen, so I've already told you. You know the way we. You know. Yeah, man, you're my homie from back when. Yeah. I wish you nothing but the best. I thank you so much for your uh, presence and giving us the opportunity to visit with you. Uh, I, hey, I cherish our friendship, dog, and I look forward to you being so successful, like Appreciate beyond, that. Appreciate to where that. we can fucking put it out there. So, Casey, I want to wrap it up with some yeah. awkward thing. Uh, what's the best non-golf life tip you can give and Ooh. go? Uh, don't pee into the wind. Don't pee into the wind, everybody. Yeah. It's the best advice you can get. Is this, is it's this the not Hustlers the way yeah, You can hear all hungry. this on the HustlersHuddle.com. Make sure that you check it out. Check out the Instagram. Check out the Facebook. Check out everything. This is a wrap.